Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, I got something to say. We're going to start off in normal fashion, and we're going to come out of 2 Timothy 1 and 7. It says, for the Spirit of God has not given us, has not made us timid, but give us power, love, and discipline. God gave you the tools to break every chain that you have with the power, his power, with his love and your own discipline to stop the things that you're going through, to, to get out of the situations that's been bad for you. God made a way for you. So it's time to get you out of the situation. It's time to, to start making some new changes. It's time to be able to understand who you are and whose you are so that your life can do it a, a 180 change. Amen. Amen. Dear Father God, we just thank you. We, we ask you to be able to be with us tonight, Lord. God, let us be able to reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, be able to even touch a person with the hardest heart so they can say, what can I do? to be saved. God, enlarge the territory of Anointed Radio. Let us be able to expand into new airwaves, new audiences, God. God, we just ask you to bless every listener under the sound of my voice, God, that they will have a new revelation, that they will have new blessings, that they will be able to see you for who you are and let them be able to understand their purpose in life. God, we just thank you for letting us be able to make it halfway through the week for today, God, that you kept us this whole time. So, God, we just ask you to just have something be said tonight that could be able to help somebody, that be able to teach somebody so that they could be able to level up, so they could be able to see how you're working in their favor. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Like always. I got something to say. You can follow me at Anointed Jalon on all social media platforms on Instagram. You could see me on Twitter, um, Clubhouse, I believe. You can see me at Anointed Jalon on Facebook. It's Jay Calhoun. Um, and for all of my music, where you can see Renew My Praise, um, Jesus You Make Me Happy, Wake Up Blessed, Slip Away, and um, my latest single which i'll be going to perform in jacksonville my team reps jesus uh, which is nominated for four rhythm and gospel awards you could definitely go see that on all music streaming platforms and you could watch renew my praise and my team reps jesus on the vivo channel so definitely go check that out and um in absence of all of my co-hosts make sure you go check out dr marvinetta clay las vegas's favorite auntie where you could be able to see her music i thank god um what's what's the other one i fly away a lot of her good music definitely check out her project at worship forever ep um check out ben underscore jamming um he has a podcast and he has a youtube series with his family where he's doing a lot of family things but just check him out at ben underscore um jamming established 93 and go check out our sports analyst, Boss Barbie, um, Boss B-O-S-S -S underscore underscore Barbie, B-A-R-B-E-E. -E, and get all of the latest sports and Las Vegas sports news where she is going to be highlighting all of the upcoming season of the WNBA, Las Vegas Lights. And when football comes back in, the Las Vegas Raiders. Amen. Amen. And now we have our guests. Um, and she has been in the industry doing great things. I'm honored to have her on this platform and I want to introduce everybody to Miss Tracy Morgan, everybody. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Pastor Jay. I appreciate it. No problem. So where can everybody find you? On all social media platforms, Tracy Morgan on air, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and thanks to my daughter, TikTok. I'm trying. <laughs> Man, you got on TikTok. TikTok is addictive, though. Yeah, yeah. You'll be scrolling all day. I'm telling right. you, sometimes you got to pull away and be like, okay, that's enough. That, that, exactly. And that's what I have to catch myself. You're doing too much. Slow down. 
cut it off. <laughs> so, um, with that being said, um, we don't have any announcements. We don't have any sports updates, but I feel like going into a Vegas praise. Amen. What I mean by Vegas praise, we're going to go ahead and uh, play a lot of Vegas artists um, and be able to shout them out because I feel like my city doesn't get enough recognition. So I'm going to give you rec uh, recognition. Amen. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to go ahead and go into a lot of our Las Vegas artists and play their music. And then we will be back um, to interview Miss Tracy Morgan, everybody. And it's going to be a great interview. So make sure that you share, like, and subscribe on my YouTube people. Make sure that you follow us at LV Anointed Radio on all social media platforms. And if you have not done it yet, make sure you download the Anointed Radio app where we have 24-hour gospel all day, every day, uninterrupted. La Las Vegas, number one gospel station. We're going to start off with Jesus made a way and we'll see you guys in a minute amen god we thank you for being Bye, our way maker jehovah jireh our provider we thank you for everything you've done for us what you will do and what you're doing our way maker jesus made a way made a way made a way made a way jesus made a way made a way Made way, made way, yes, he is. Made way, so glad he did. Oh, yes, he did. Coaching my way, made 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 way, I felt heartache and pain. Through it all, you've been there. When it seemed like no one cared. Looking back on all the things that I've been through. Oh, Lord, I realized we're there all the time. Yes, you did. Oh, you were right there all the time. so good to know that I'm not walking all alone now. Looking back on all the things that I've been through. Oh, Lord, I Made away, made away, made away. 
It's never been the cleanest. When I got knocked down, I stood up in Jesus' shade. So I walk in the darkness, I'm a shining light. You can't get me down, down sparkles in the night. You can score a touchdown, I'll be a deep three shooter. Still catch me churching in my three-piece shooter. People get moved by the devil, but Jesus is my captain. Seeing fools walk the plank because the devil had him captain. My worship game is active, his word is immaculate. And anything get cracking, my Bible, I'll be cracking. My Jesus, my Jesus, my Jesus. Marching rap Jesus, we about to go on. Marching rap Jesus, marching go on. Marching rap Jesus, we about to go on. Let's try it down. Jones, we about to go on. Keep it on the West Coast. Heaven on Earth, baby. Yo, Vegas. Yo, Vegas. Yo, Vegas. Yo, Vegas. Look, J-E-S-U-S, just dismissed, confess, harder my chest and best love. And just say yes, sitting on the right hand, cover me a lifespan. Yeah, I'm with the right man, shining like a light stand. Five on my nightstand, never say can't, cause I know God can. Hard in the paint, got a brush and a paint can. Life is the canvas, no longer in Kansas, heaven on Earth. Pray you understand this, birth to the dirt, spread the gospel around the globe, the earth, my turf, I shine, I glow, send me, I'll go, send me, I'll go, I shine, I glow, whoa. Marching rap Jesus, marching go on, marching rap Jesus, we about to go on, marching rap Jesus, marching go on, marching rap Jesus, we about to go on. Sitting on the sideline while 
never thinking to engage in what could be. Losing love, giving up while my fears decide. It's in the silence that I lose a piece of me. So I stand for truth, I submit to Open up my eyes, lead me in your light. Here are my hands, use me as you please. Make me who I am, Lord help me to stand. Here are my hands, use me as you please. By you, praise God. Amen. All of the artists that you heard tonight, you could go and check out Vegas Gospel Hits on Apple Playlists and hear all of the great artists here in the city of Las Vegas. And we are back. Amen. And it looks like even we got Dr. Love Child in the house. Amen. She got her water. She ready. And we have the lovely Miss Tracy Morgan back. Everybody, make sure you share, like, subscribe. And we're going to go straight in and do a Pastor J icebreaker question. Okay. And the Pastor J icebreaker question is this. If you had a choice between one liquid that you would have to drink and it between water, juice, and soda, which one would you choose? Oh, definitely water. I don't do soda. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah. That was super quick. <laughs> you have to think water. I'm good. I haven't had a soda in years, so it, it would definitely be water. I'm drinking water now. Amen. Wow. Lord, deliver me from this soda demon. <laughs> the ginger ales, y'all. I love uh -huh. me some ginger ales. Amen. So one thing I want to um, first start off kind of introducing you to some and reintroducing you to others is where is your hometown and where do you reside now? 
uh, Washington, D.C., and I reside in the Washington, D.C. area. Amen. <laughs> that was easy. A lot of times people move and they'll be like, yeah, I was I was in Mississippi. Now I'm in New York City. Yeah. He was like, no, I'm here. I'm home. This is Stayed it. home. That's right. <laughs> so what was the thing that sparked your interest into broadcasting? Wow. It started when I was very, very young at the age of 13. I was watching television news. Uh, I don't think I was actually watching. It was probably one in the house with my mom and dad. And Lark McCarthy was doing the news here in Washington, D.C. And I said, you know what? That's what I want to do. I want to be a television newscaster. So I started to pursue news from there um, at the age of 13. I just had a passion. I fell in love with it. And I'm just grateful after all these years, I'm still here, still doing it. <laughs> Amen. What was one thing that you can say that you learned? Um, I guess you could say a learning experience in your journey of broadcasting. Uh, relationships. I, I've developed relationships along the way and the importance of having a mentor. Um, and, and that really was the, the thing that took me over is being able to go to a television studio or a radio station and spend time with those who would take the time out to actually help you along the way and mentor you. So I, I was blessed to have that along the way. Well, I think that's awesome. Amen. Mm -hmm. So I would ask this, what was your, your most memorable interview that you've done in radio? Most memorable. Wow. Um, it's been a few, actually. Um, I've been doing it for so long. It, it's been a few. Um, I would have to say Smokey Robertson um, is one of them. Uh, I would have to say uh, uh, Candy, uh, Candy Staten. I'm an old head. I love the legends. <laughs> so <laughs> I would say I'm an old head, but I do love the legends. Um, so um, Pastor Shirley Caesar, uh, even to this day, is is just great to interview. So much fun. You're going to get a lot of, out of her. And uh, and I absolutely love it. So I would have to say mostly the legends. Amen. So mm -hmm. what was the thing that made you decide to pick the genre of gospel? To Because you could have did radio of any genre. What made you choose to do gospel mm -hmm. music? Well, if I, I guess I'll be honest, I didn't want to do gospel music. <laughs> when I first got into it, uh, I did not. Uh, someone who was actually mentoring me and helped me along the way, um, which I stumbled into radio after being at a television station, um, there was a, a broadcast, a talk show here locally where they had female radio announcers and this particular announcer um, I had a chance to have a conversation with her after the show, and she said, you need to do radio. So she invited me to the television station. I was very, very young, I think around 18, 19, somewhere in there. And I went and I fell in love with radio, and she began to listen to my audition tapes, uh, you know, mentor me along the way. And um, But I did not want to do gospel music. I, I got into gospel music because... It was the only station that would hire me at the time. <laughs> so I got into gospel radio. I was hired by uh, 1340 AM station, WYCB. It was a gospel radio station that I am so grateful for to this day. Uh, Don Edwards Miller, the late Don Edwards Miller, he gave me a shot. He took a chance and uh, he put me in there. And after a couple of months, I was allowed to open my microphone and begin to uh, talk and start my broadcasting career. Um, I didn't like being there in gospel music, even though I love doing the radio part of it. Um, and so I, um, I ventured away. And uh, the, the funny thing about it, I went to a radio station <laughs> and I was excited because I'm doing RB and uh, Candy Shannon, she told me one time, she said, you know, I said, I want to get a job at this gospel station. So you need to know how to do all types of music. 
you know, you can't just be focused on one particular genre of music. If you're going to be a professional, you have to be a professional in this industry. So she gave me that advice and I, I took the job. But when I had the opportunity to get out to do secular, to do R&B music, which is what I wanted to do at that time, um, I, I was I was there for a very short time before the uh, owner of the station said, you know what, I want you to do gospel music going into my show. Uh, <laughs> straight overnight. I started overnights and I'm thinking, really? You know, <laughs> why? And uh, that's when I began to realize, you know what? God, he has a hand in this. And, um, and eventually I gave my heart to God. Um, and once I, I did that and I realized I could follow my passion and I can really impact lives. Once I grasped that, um, I was able to move forward. And I had some really, really cool sisters in the church. Um, and I, I think one particular time while I was on the air at WYCB, because I ended up going back to that station because it was opportunity for me to do full-time radio. So I went back there and, um, but I, I didn't know God like that. So I, um, I would get phone calls in overnight and people would need prayer. And I'm thinking, okay, well, I can pass you on to Pastor so-and-so or Bishop so-and-so. And this one particular sister, I have no idea who she is, but she called the station and she needed prayer. And I was just honest with her. I said, I can't pray for you because, you know, I'm not that church girl. I'm not in the church. That's not me. Um, and she just took the time out, forgot about herself, and she began to minister to me like, and really pour into me. And then um, I had a good friend of mine, two good friends of mine who were actually uh, saved in the church because I did go to church. Um, they were just living it and they were really effective in uh, encouraging me. So eventually I, I gave my heart to God. And when I did that, it was no looking back from there. Wow. Would you say that that was one of your most challenging um, moments of your life? Or is there any other challenges that you were facing as a broadcaster? I, I would say it was, um, first of all, just being in that environment. Um, and like I said, I would go to church. I was brought up in church, but the church wasn't in me. Um, so I would say it was very challenging. Um, I, I was overnight and I was just still doing my thing. Um, and I wanted to, uh, pursue this broadcasting career and, uh, and I didn't want to do gospel radio. It, it's the fact that, um, <laughs> I was raised up old school. The fact that I was doing gospel radio at that time, I, was not mature enough to separate the fact of this is my career and okay, God is watching you. <laughs> you know, I didn't separate the two. So it was this fear factor that, oh my gosh, I cannot be on the radio playing this gospel music. And to be honest with you, I would turn it down. Um, I would put the music on and I would turn it down so I wouldn't have to hear and I would watch. It was years ago. So I was playing carts and records. And so I would watch um, the record when it got ready to end. Then I would crack my mic and I would talk uh, like that. But I was not into the music at all. I was scared to touch it. I was scared to MC or to do anything like that. I'm like, please don't invite me out. <laughs> wow. That's very interesting. Yeah. So, so that I'm so, sorry. So I, I would I would say, and and you you freeing somebody today. Um, during that time, it was like a proving ground. It was like God put you through a proving ground to kind of truly draw you closer to Him. In the mm -hmm. midst of it, it was like He planted a seed. Even though you turned the music down low, you still heard the gospel. And wow. and I think that's amazing. And one thing I have to ask, I have to ask you this, was when you got to a point where you finally, I guess you could say, gave everything to God, how did you overcome those, those days 
where you just was like, okay, now I'm kind of over it again. Now I'm kind of, I'm sorry. What was the last part? Now, now I'm kind of overwhelmed with, with it because um, a lot of times when you come, it's peaks, you know, we're on fire for God. Then we get the low peaks and, mm-hmm. and, and trials and tribulations and life experiences. Sometimes you just be like, man, I'm, 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 I'm done with it. Then you're like, God, I know you brought me here, but the people, Jesus, Lord, deliver me. <laughs> um, so how did you overcome those times? Because I know we all have our times where we're just having a hard time. Right. You know, I was fortunate enough to be uh, surrounded by some good people uh, because I I did hit a season like that. Um, I remember at that same radio station, as a matter of fact, me and uh, another colleague of mine, we we laugh about it to this day because we're, we're good friends. But Um, I remember showing up at that same radio station after I've been there for nearly five years um, and someone else sitting in my seat, which was my friend, you know, who's my friend now. uh, She was sitting in my seat and she had no idea that the plan was to replace me. Um, And that was a that was a trying time after being there for uh, so long, um, you know, those four or five years to showing up at work one day and, you know, but I had, um, I had a good support system. I really did. Um, during that time, I actually, uh, was invited to MC uh, a concert at this church that was packed with young people. And I was like, wow. And although I was a little nervous to MC, I'm like, you sure you want me to MC? And uh, so I went out and I I did the program, but I kept going back because there were young people there on fire for God, excited, and they were at musicals and the ministry. And it was just a a great time. So I had, when when I hit that moment, I had my church, I had my, the young crew that hung out with me. um, And and I was able to overcome that. I was able to overcome it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. So my next question would be this with a lot of the times changing and now we have internet radio and we have podcasters and things like that. And we've looked up to, you know, your generation of, you know, regular radio and, mm-hmm. and now we're doing it on a different platform. What would be your advice to, um, our generation that is now going in this direction? Um, pay your dues, get you a good mentor or mentors um, and learn the business of radio um, and, and understand uh, that it's a, it's a process. You know, um, it, it, it amazes me. Um, I'm, I'm watching you, you have your headphones on, but it, it, I can't tell you how many times I've checked out streams online and I'm like, just the little things like, how do you, how do you do radio with no headphones? You know, just the little things like that. Um, how do you hear? Um, and just knowing how to really, and understanding how to really execute a radio show, especially if you're doing commercial radio, uh, a lot of internet stations out here and so forth. Um, but when you get in the seat, and you're actually in a booth and you're doing you have to worry about, you know, cutting, um, you know, editing callers that call in, doing radio contests, making sure you're reading promos, getting off the air and cutting commercials and all those things that come along with it. Um, you know, then then you're doing you're doing radio for real. And it's not as easy. We make it look easy. Uh, and we have over the years like we're having such a great time. But it's not as easy um, as what you think. Um, you, you have to put the time in. I, I'm, I tell people I'm never off. I'm always thinking. And what I mean by that is I'm always doing show prep. I could be on vacation, but if I see something or catch something, I, I'm grabbing my phone. I, I'm talking in my phone. I'm, I'm writing it down. So when I come off vacation, I have it. It's like I'm never. Uh, on you know, never have a break. I'm never off because I'm constantly in my mind developing show prep, show prep, show prep, content, content, content. So I can always do my best to execute a great show for my listeners. What are some of the uh, 
um, key areas that is really important for a great show or a great radio station? For a great show? Mm -hmm. um, show prep. Uh, you want to make sure that you have show preps. You want to make sure that you develop, uh, develop content or um, any type of um, content that will uh, grab the listening audience. Uh, you want to make sure that um, that it's relevant. Even if you're doing like a show where you're tracking, you want to make sure that you are still reaching your audience. So I would say show prep, show prep, show prep to make sure that you are, um, you know, for example, um, I, I one particular show, I actually I track that show, but the New York situation happened yesterday. So I got with my producer. I'm like, oh, we need to jump in here and we need to make sure that we're on top of this. So, um, you know, always being on top of every story, um, things that may affect your listeners. Uh, it may be a traffic jam that may have shut down uh, the beltway, the highway, and folk were stuck there for hours, you know, jumping in there and making sure that you let people know what's happening, information or what have you. It, it's more than just uh, playing music. It's a, it's a lot to go into it. There's a lot to go into it. Awesome. Yeah. So I would want to ask you, you've, you've dealt with a lot of artists um, from independent artists to um, professional, I wouldn't say professional mainstream artists. Mm -hmm. What would be your advice to the artist that's listening right now? Um, in terms of wanting to get on radio or just, yes, okay. Okay. Uh, well, um, I would say, First of all, have patience. Um, it's a process to get on air, um, to make sure that your music is ready. Make sure that when you go to that program director or music director, first of all, to know that you have to go that way uh, to a PD or, or MD to get your music through the door. Um, it's a whole business these days. It's, it's different from, I've watched it change from the, the 80s and 90s up until this point. It, there's a, it's a whole different ball game. You, you have to know everything about this industry. Um, I, I recently received a, a really great record um, and I listened to that record, but it was not ready to go. It was not properly encoded or anything. A great song, but because they didn't understand the business and they didn't know exactly what to do, um, the song is just going to sit on the shelf. Wow. So understand and knowing the business and, and know, know from a PD or MD or radio station, it doesn't always mean no. So you have to have patience. You have to keep going back. You have to develop that relationship um, and, and also get you a good radio promoter. It, there's so many elements that go into it. We'll, we'll be here forever talking about that. <laughs> there's so Amen. much to go into it. it. It is a business, for real. It's a business. Know that it's a business and, and, and learn the business. So I definitely would say to all artists who you're listening, take her words of advice because it, it's serious to be prepared um, I think we've talked about this previously on the show, um, knowing what to do before you even record your music, before you even put your music out there. There's so many songs that are not even copywritten that are sent out to radio stations that if somebody was shady, they could have just took your whole song, put somebody else on it. Mm -hmm. Know how to protect your craft that you invested because a lot of people are spending a lot of money in production. Know before you send it out to anybody that you have to get it ready encoded um and yes. meta meta base you have i'm just going to give you a few sound exchange those the bds all mm -hmm. the, those are some of the things that you should research before sending music to anybody i know you're excited mm -hmm. but make sure you protect yourself because that is your music and your time that you spend into it so one thing i would ask you miss tracy is that and what, i'm sorry and understand what we do as programmers, uh, especially when you go to a commercial station, especially when you go to a terrestrial station, understand what we do. We we don't have a lot of space to 
to add music every single week. We just don't. You have commercials. It's so much more. It's so you have to understand that end of it as well, the business of it. You gave some great pointers. Amen. Mm -hmm. You, you well, broke it down a whole new perspective. Go ahead. It can be safe to say that you just can't you just can't think you're gonna get um what is it that they call it? Uh get into where you can get the spins. You just can't think that you're just going to be able to get somebody the music and it's just going to be just automatically played. There's time and effort and processes and things that happen. Exactly. It's a process. It, it really is. And, and it's about building relationships, strong relationships. Don't get mad. <laughs> well, you know, I think one thing that people forget is character. Um, character um, is one thing that it will always follow you because your character is what people say about you when you're not in the room, what, what your presence and mm -hmm. how first impressions are. You got to remember, I've, I've had so many people <laughs> uh, that send music and want to, and want to get it played, but there's a process. There's thousands of other people <laughs> that is trying to get their music played and sponsored mm -hmm. and, and, and shown and, we're human too. So if if you treat us with respect, you will get respect. Or you won't get well, I'll change it up. You treat us with respect, you won't get ignored. Because if you keep a lot of people have to realize you might have a great record, but you still have to treat people with decency. Mm -hmm. It's all about decency and in order. We are still a church-based business. I'm just right. like that. You treat, yeah, you're right. You treat everyone. Uh, you know, with, with the respect that they deserve. Uh, that's what I always say. Um, and, and just because uh, you, know, you take your music into a radio station, you know, be kind to everyone because radio announcers who may not be programmers or MDs or, you know, operation managers or anything like that, they become those people. Amen. Sometimes they become those people. And, and I've, I'm, I'm a witness to that. So I, I can tell you a, the, a time when an artist came into the studio. And I've told this story many times, especially speaking on panels to artists. You know, I, I've told the story where an artist came into the studio. Um, I wasn't the PD. I wasn't the MD. I, I was the announcer on air. Um, and they didn't speak. And they were not so kind because I had no power. I had no power in their eyes. But then later on, things changed. So me as an announcer, I became a programmer. And so now you want to come back and you want your music played. But we had to have a conversation so we can move forward. So that was an opportunity for me to share with them, hey, this is what you did. And it was a major artist, too. Wow. Mm. Yeah. My Lord. No, I know that by experience. So one thing <laughs> I can <laughs> Oh my God. It's um, nice to be nice. You know, I say it's, it's nice uh, to be nice. You know, yeah. be nice and to respect people's time. Because one thing that I always say is time is the most precious thing that someone can give to someone. Mm -hmm. And when you don't respect people's time and you just act like it's nothing, you could burn a bridge. Now, my grandma always told me never burn bridges. So right. treat everybody with decency. And, right. and you never know. Because right now you see Dr. Clay. But Dr. Clay could be as serious in 10 years or five years or any anything. <laughs> and and you were like, oh, well, she was just on anointed radio. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Because if people keep pressing right. towards the mark. Mm -hmm. doors open god elevates and then eventually you're going to be sitting there like man i should have took advantage of that right. when they were there so one thing i would um last question because i know it's getting late for you is that um what is some of the future events and projects that you have coming up um in the dc area uh well here in the dc area um well um I'm syndicated. So one thing that I'm getting ready to do is uh, do a mini tour. Uh, thanks to Blockbuster Records. I'm getting ready to get back out there because we all been shut down for some time now. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm excited about that, being able to go back out on the road and just do ministry and have fun and prayerfully impact the lives of others, which is 
you know, basically my, after you've done it for so long, it's like, okay, God, what, what's next? What's next? I know what I'm passionate about. And, and that is the young people, the next generation of broadcasters. Um, but I'm also passionate about just seeing lives changed for the better. Um, that's my heart's desire. And so I'm excited about going out on the road and doing some some amazing things and fellowshipping with some of the uh, folk that are in other markets that my show is on because I am nationally uh, syndicated. So I get a chance to go into some of those markets and hang out with folk and do ministry. And so I'm excited about that. Um, have a, a, a role in a movie that we're going to be filming in May. So um, I'm grateful for that opportunity, a Christian, a Christian movie. So I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about that as well. And so we're just, you know, walking through the doors that God has for us. Hey, man. Wonderful. Are you Wonderful. coming to Vegas? Yeah. I just have to ask. <laughs> I, I, I want to real soon. Hopefully, real, hopefully uh, this summer, hopefully. <laughs> okay. Because wherever yeah. you... Every time someone has a tour, Vegas seems to be just to they're, they're not there. Yeah, hopefully I would, love to. Place. I would love to. I know I've been out to Phoenix, uh, you know, um, like I said, my in-laws are there, but someone did an event out there and I was so excited because I knew I had family out there um, a few years ago. So that was the closest Outside when the Stellas were there, of course the Stellas were in Vegas. Right. right. Well, come, I came out for that. Well, you had to, you know, because you won a Stellar. Hey, Amen. Well, I, I put that. I think, I think that was. Was that the? I think I did win in Vegas. I did win. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it was in Vegas. I, if I remember the last Stella, the last one I won was in in Vegas. That's what I remember. Yeah, it was Vegas. See. Yeah. Great things happen in Vegas. That's why people need to come back. Hey, <laughs> I, like, I like it out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to first of all say thank you so much for coming on to the show today. Um, you said a lot of great things that me as a young person coming into this industry, I even though I've been um, on building up from when I was just the, the Sunday show on a secular station to now being on a, having my own network for anointed radio. Um, it's, I'm still a lot of learning. It's still a lot of things that I look to the people that's been doing it for years and, and watching how they're doing their shows and, and just being able to be amazed of how you guys flow. So it's definitely a blessing to have you on is I'm a big fan. So, if you didn't know, I, I'm a big fan and I'm, I'm excited yes, yeah. that you were able to come on and share your wisdom with us. And like I tell everybody, as soon as you come on Anointed Radio, you family, you, you, you the cousins. So if there's anything that you're having that we could be able to promote here in Vegas to, to tell the audience about that you're doing, let us know. We're definitely here to be able to support you because our mission statement here is that unity brings change and how great would it be if we could all come together and do a great change yes. for the kingdom. Yes. And I am a, so ecstatic to have you on. I'm, 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 I'm giddy today because <laughs> it, it's great to be able to have you on here and to find out she knows about the Bay area. Y'all, y'all know, me. Yes, you know, oh, I, Lord. I, I, I always talk about my soil. You know, I love Las Vegas, but I was born in the Bay, the Bay Area where you know how we go. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, That's right. We're, we're family. We're connected through the Bay Area. There you go. See? <laughs> See, she didn't say that part. She was like, all about San Pablo, is where I was born in Sacramento, San Pablo. Oh, she said San right Pablo. People don't know about San Pablo. <laughs> you, know, San Pablo. you really from the Bay Area? You like yeah, San Pablo? You like yeah. where is that? It's more yeah. than the street. There's a city. Now, now you may not remember this, Cap Wells. Oh no, that's you don't know Cap Wells. Nope, Cap Wells. Well, that's the department store where everyone shopped. It was. I remember Montgomery Ward, San Pablo Street. I believe it was in El Cerrito. <laughs> 
Mama mo went to wow. Oswego High School. That's so. not like... <laughs> I'm talking about it. Okay, forget I said that. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you could at least say Montgomery Wards. You know, it wouldn't have been so bad, you know. Uh, this KB. was Catwells back in the day. <laughs> oh, those that Catwell. Well, I was young. I was a little girl riding my bike down there. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good that memories. Definitely, definitely before me. <laughs> so, with that being said, everybody knows it's about that time. And with it being that time, make sure you download the Anointed Radio app where you could be able to get 24 hour gospel uninterrupted. All day, every day. Listen to it in the car. Listen to it at work. Listen to it at home. You could just say, hey, Siri. Hey, Alexa. Play Anointed Radio. And they will play the Anointed Radio app for 24-hour gospel. And if you just jumped on to the interview today, you could be able to listen to our podcast playback system where you could be able to check us out on all podcast platforms. But title... Because you know what my saying is, Jay-Z be hating. I had to say it again because I <laughs> title hasn't answered back. But I feel it coming. Amen. But you can follow, you can see Anointed Radio episodes on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Radio.com, Spotify, um, Stitcher, and TuneIn. All of the great places where you can see podcasts. You can be able to see all of our interviews, past and present, and the one that you're listening to right now. You can listen to it again. So make sure you follow us at Anointed Radio, LV Anointed Radio on all social media platforms to get your updates. Follow us on the Facebook page and just know that you are somebody. And one thing I had to say, I forgot about this. Um, in, in the city, we all know that we were uh, affected in the school district. Um, there was an attack on a teacher by a student. And I want to firstly say, we're praying for that teacher. We're praying for that teacher to make sure that she has a speedy recovery. No teacher should never have to go through what she went through um, on that level. Yes, we've made national news. It's sad that we're always making national news for negative things, but we, we want to put our prayers out for the teacher's um, that's at Clark County School District. It's something near and dear. We all have our kids there. Uh, we want a safe place for our children. Amen. So we definitely want to just put a prayer and thoughts out for that teacher that was attacked by the student. Um, prayer for the school district to make a decision to make sure that our children are safe and that we know that as a community, it's all of our responsibility. I had to put that out there. I'm sorry, y'all. It's not normal fashion, but it really got me because my kid's about to go to high school. And as a parent, my God, I'm nervous. But with that being said, that was the show, y'all. Y'all can leave. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye-bye now. I see y'all. It's been good. I love you. Bye.